What are you afraid of? Scared you go there and find out that he doesn't love you anymore, honey. You can't control that. The only thing you can control is how you feel. Not how you feel, but how you deal with what you feel that is real. You've got to relax, relate, and release into reality. What was that like, being in therapy? Uh, Were you, what did you talk about that you had never acknowledged to yourself or talked talk? I grew so much from the experience. But I think the most important thing I got is that everything is connected. I mean, if I have a problem, I usually just go to church, give me some Jesus, <laughs> and I'm cool. Welcome back to another episode of Black in Therapy, where we are discovering journeys. Dismantle a miss. And declaring our truths. Sarah Ashley here. What's I'm up, here with y'all? my dope co-host, Donna. We back. We are back. Donna, it's been like six months. Has it's it been, been that long? Months? When did our last Maybe episode than come out? I know, we, I know it's been like at least six months because I know like... We didn't record in the summer. At all. So, yeah. It's so, probably been But we back, y'all. We back. We back. <laughs> right. We back. We are back. Um, how you feeling, sis? You know, I'm feeling good today. I definitely woke up feeling good. I woke up feeling um, a lot of gratitude. Um, and even though I had a busy, kind of shaky, rocky morning, but I'm so grateful. I feel really grateful today. How about you? Sis is tired. Um <laughs> We'll give updates on everything, but last night was a long night, and then I had to be up early um, to go and talk to some students at Engineering and Science today, which I'm grateful for. Like, I'm grateful for every opportunity to live my life out on purpose, but sis is both and, right? I'm grateful. And tired. And tired. Yes, um, and. Not going to say but. I'm grateful and I'm tired. So just looking forward, forward to maybe a nap. I don't know, because I still got stuff to do today. So. It, it is what it is. Right. It's like we we pray for these days, and now mm-hmm. we got to we, – we're, we're living it out. We're living right, it out. Right, so right. busy is good. Busy is good. So we got a lot to catch y'all up on. So let's jump into our first segment, I Got a Story to Tell. And don't even go looking over at me. I mean, we both got stories, though. We got stories. We do got stories, but this is the thing. Some things never change. So y'all want to go first? You already know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Big Frida. Um, All right, so I don't know where to start because a lot of things have changed since the last time we recorded. Um, I guess we could start with the better news, maybe? Okay. Uh, the better news is that I um, officially am a member of the Board of Education for Philadelphia, uh, which is pretty dope because we know there's mm. been a journey and it's been something that I've been wanting to um, accomplish or be a part of uh, for a few years now. Mm-hmm. And just to, and I think I've shared this story before on the podcast, but just to you know be more clear, when they first initially went from being run by the state, by the um, SRC, and they came back to local control, I applied to be on the school board and I was one of the 27 finalists out of like a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought like, this is it. Like I, you know, I'll, I'll be on here, but I did not get it. And I was so disappointed, like so, so disappointed. 
But the fact of the matter is that if I would have gotten it, then I wouldn't have had my master's degree right now, mm-hmm. right? Because the same day that I would have had to be at the district for something was the same day as the quick admit that day in Lincoln where I got accepted. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thank God for the journey, right? And I had a conversation last night with one of the, with the, um, go, the vice president that's going out. And, you know, we just said that God does all things well, right? Because I feel like I'm a more well-rounded person now mm-hmm. than I would have been if I would have got it four years ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful um, for this opportunity and how it was set up. Um, so that's been a transition because it's really demanding. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm thankful that I have a life or a lifestyle where I can be where I want to be. Right. Um, so, yeah. So that's that. So I'm on the school board. So that's pretty dope. And I remember our... our, our um, our episode when we were talking about the finalists for the uh, superintendent mm-hmm. and now getting to know Dr. Wallington the way I know him, um, you know, looking back, like the comments were like, not, not ignorant because we just didn't know. It was mm-hmm. like, but I think that it was a good choice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm grateful that I get to, you know, experience those things. Um, I'm like two seconds away from getting my license. Donna was getting on me earlier because I am a person that hates waiting and I feel like I've been waiting too long. <laughs> yes, patience. I you feel like really have to long. be patient in these next couple of weeks. And I think that's something that you should intentionally practice for the next couple of weeks, knowing that it's the only thing on your mind and you really cannot focus on anything else. I really, you have I not really been... want my license. You know what it is? And I had to check myself just now. Um, I went, I went, um, I was out with, with a friend and we were talking. And I was like, you know, there were certain things I wanted by my birthday. And so I wanted, you know, a new car. I wanted my license and I wanted to move into a loft. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, it's not my birthday yet. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to move into my loft, I doubt, by January. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just haven't, number one, found what I'm looking for yet mm-hmm. completely. And just number two, I'm just not in a space where I just want to leave yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I can get two out of the three, that would be cool. It would be. So my thought in hearing you saying that right now is that, like we said earlier, you talked to the kids at the school this morning Mm -hmm. um, and you were just telling them how like things happen as it's supposed to happen and how you didn't get your degree until you was this year Mm -hmm. old and you didn't get your what you got your master's degree. We both got our master's degree in our 30s. Um, and this is how things were supposed to go for me. Mm-hmm. And here you are telling me by your birthday, by your birthday right. in what in 30, less than 30 days yeah. by your birthday. Mm-hmm. So you have to. Right. I, I understand it. that it's not always my timing, but those are, and when I, when I say about my birthday, those were birthday gifts for me. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's what I like when people ask you, what do you want? Like, I don't need stuff, right? I can pretty much whatever I want, I can get on my own. So it's like, I don't need, but it's like those things I want. Like mm-hmm. I want my license and not just for me or to say I have a license, like for me to be able to do. And I think I was sharing with, the, maybe I was sharing with my other, one of my other friends. Like I, so, so this week, for example, I sacrificed seeing clients, making money, seeing clients because I, I gave back a lot of my mm-hmm. time this week. Right. I did something for the Quaker city chapter for the Deltas. I did ENS this morning. I did the school board yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. None of those things are paid or paid. Um, and it was out of my, you know, my heart that I wanted to do these things. But it's like, but I also didn't see clients, which means I, I don't get paid for that, right? Right. So me getting my license gives me now leverage where I can charge what I want to charge, you know, the insurance companies, and then still be able to do these things too, right? right? Where it won't be such of a hit if I don't work this week, mm-hmm. right? 
Um, so when I think about that, it's like, how can I give back? It's always a give back thing in my mind. Like, how can I make this here so that I can give back here? Mm-hmm. So it's not more so of like, a I want it for myself. It's like, I want it for the people around me. Like right. Kirk, Maverick City has that song, Bless Me. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's not about bless. Yes, bless me. Mm-hmm. Give it to me so that I, so everybody around me can be blessed. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, give me favor so that everybody around me can have favor. So it's like. That that's kind of my thought process. It's not like a selfish like I'm a hammer. I'm gonna be the shit. I'm gonna have my mm-hmm. license. Like I'm not right. ever thinking of it like that. It's more so how can I use this now right. to get me to where I can be more useful or helpful to people right. that need me. Right? Because mm-hmm. these, these the students need us. These people people are hurting. People need therapies right. for sure. So how can I do use it to do the things I want to do? That's kind of where I'm at with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I am, I am anticipating it. Like, I am, like... Right, you like, anxious, I feel like the double dutch. Right. Like, right, you know, because I'm ready to jump into the game. Right. And I think But that, you in it. You in it. You've been yeah. doing it. It's going to be a whole new chapter opening. So many more doors. Yeah, definitely. So, that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, and then, my grandma did pass in June, which was kind of... It wasn't sudden because my grandma was sick, mm-hmm. but it was sudden because she was up the day before. Mm-hmm. Um... And so she had some heart issues, uh, and that's how she died from, um, well, she had got sick, like pneumonia, COVID, and all those things, but she had some heart issues. She wound up going into cardiac arrest um, on a Sunday morning. So, like, that Saturday, she was up taking pictures and all of that, reading her Bible, and then Sunday morning, she passed. So I don't have regrets about anything, but I feel like I wish I had more time, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense, because the day she died, like, in my mind, all right, I'm about to get up and go to church. After I go to church, I'm going to take the newspaper. Because that's when I was just in the newspaper about the school board. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'll take the paper to my grandma so she could see it. Yada, yada, yada. But before I can even wake up, my Aunt Michelle was calling saying we had to get to the hospital. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's been an interesting summer. It's been an interesting summer, like, family dynamics. Um, you know, like, family is going to be family. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, how do you navigate traumas and relationships that should have been or could have been worked on prior to like breaks or um i don't know like rifts and yeah like but bigger things happen like how could we have built a foundation so that when things like a death of a matriarch happen we're not trying to like put people and things together and then still deal with death Mm -hmm. right like something should have been taken care of right Mm -hmm. and so i think for me the role I kind of played was like facilitator. Like I don't want no beef. Like I don't mm-hmm. want nobody arguing. I don't want nobody hurting nobody's feelings. I don't want no like I want peace. I want us to come together. I think that's what my grandma ultimately wanted, right? Mm-hmm. So my goal, I feel like this summer and even now, has been like, how do I continue to keep my family together? And you know, and some people made some decisions in the process that kind of like, you know, made us take some set had some setbacks. But it's kind of like, how do we? You know, I, I feel like I've been playing that 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 role, um, trying the best to support my aunt because she was the the you know both my aunts were the caretakers, but my aunt one of my aunts moved to California and then so the other one was like the main caretaker for the last few months. So you know how do we how do we support people like that, right? Mm-hmm. How do you how do I be therapist niece daughter sister, um, and still grieve myself? Right. And I think part of it was that I I couldn't feel because I went into caretaker mode. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do feel my feelings I don't want you to think I didn't process the, the death or anything like that but I feel like a lot of 
my grief was channeled into then caring for the people around me. Mm-hmm. And and that can be a part of that process mm-hmm. too. I think that people don't realize that even when it seems as if it's avoidance mm-hmm. because you're doing these things and you're throwing yourself into whether it's work or whether it's family or those those things are good too because those build on whatever you know being around family Mm -hmm. obviously that's something that where you feel like a support you feel a sense of comfort maybe that's something that you feel like your grandma would appreciate and Mm -hmm. want right um so it's not just for you and for the family but it's for her right so i think that that can be a part that is more most definitely a part of our grief process Mm -hmm. um to to have that it's just that grief has so it's just so dynamic that i Mm -hmm. think that people and it's not even just those seven you know the stages of grief Mm -hmm. that we go through right the denial Mm -hmm. the blame the sadness it's so many other things that kind of like come up when Mm -hmm. it comes to grief um and part of that is taking on a role right whatever that that is right um and i'm sure your role was felt amongst your family yeah definitely it definitely wasn't and i feel like is and i'm just grateful that like i was in a space where i could right Mm -hmm. that's also like when we think about no ceilings no walls being in a space where i can do all these things and be all these places right i shared with you earlier like this is probably the first week that i've had a full schedule since my grandma died Mm -hmm. and i know that was part of my grieving process right because i didn't have the capacity and I had to recognize that, like, because not only did my grandma die, but then somebody that was really close to me passed away too, Sharnice. Mm-hmm. But me and Sharnice weren't in a, we weren't, it was no beef. We just weren't talking like we normally would talk. Um, and I have regrets about that because I should have just picked up the phone. I should have went to your 50th birthday. Nothing else should have mattered that day but going to her 50th birthday party, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I do have regrets with that. But I also recognize within myself, like, I didn't have the capacity to be a full-time therapist. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't carry y'all stuff and still, while my stuff was so pre- present or prevalent mm-hmm. within me. So, I had to realize that. So, this has been, like, my first week back since June having a full load. So, mm-hmm. how, how are you feeling? About, is that why you're tired? <laughs> That's probably why my voice is tired. Mm-hmm. I feel like I haven't, I feel like I've been running my mouth a lot this week. Um, Listen, I had a, a few weeks where I'm like, okay, like, yeah. my throat, I'm like, I need to go to ENT or something because the talking... Yeah. When you talk for a living, yeah, it, it's, it's like, my you talk for a living, you don't want to talk like when you don't have to, right? It's like mm, somebody uh-uh. was like, "Can I call you?" No, I, I was like, "I'm probably not gonna feel like talking to be honest." Like I just don't want to talk. Mm-mm, get somebody else to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's that's kind of been um, my life catching y'all up. Like I did purchase a new vehicle that I'm in love with. Me too, um, love it. And you know, I, I think, and that's another conversation we had too. Um, when we make these transitions in life, things have to transition too, right? Mm-hmm. And being okay with it, right? I, I was up one night just punching numbers like, duh, duh, duh. and it's like, girl, you can afford this, right? You you can <laughs> like you can buy yourself a car. It's right. been however many years. You don't have to, right? Is is our brain? Is our therapist's yeah. brain that's like rationalizing every yeah. little thing? But also, once you look back and see all of the elevation that you did. I feel like you I buying a it. car is like nothing low yeah, key to yeah. you, you know, applying for your license, about, right. literally about to have your license and, and processing and being that person that you are in so many different avenues. It's yeah. like, girl, and I also feel like I deserve it. Like, mm-hmm. and, that, and that's hard too, this, to kind of, I don't really, we, we celebrate. I don't want to say we don't celebrate because mm-hmm. we do celebrate, but like in bigger fashions, I feel like going to get some Prosecco and toasting versus right. to everything, to right? a luxury vehicle is like. But I deserve it though, right? right? And 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 I and I do and I reckon I do recognize that I do a lot for people. 
Um, and I deserve to ride around in what I want to ride around in. Mm-hmm. I feel like I deserve it. Potholes and all. <laughs> up, and, up and down the city. <laughs> I've, I've been kind of careful with the potholes. You've been careful with the potholes? Because I'd be like, boom, 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 oh, yeah, boom. But you got the joint. So I like, know. Mm-hmm. Listen. Yeah, so that's that's my... Uh, that's your story? Did that's you miss story. anything? I'm sticking to it. No, I'll be, I'll be 36. Ooh. And a month? month? I'll be 36 in a month, so I'm not, I don't have any anxiety. Like, I felt like last year, remember I was talking about my mm-hmm. birthday, like, I felt like 35 is such a big age, and it's like, hmm, 35 was great, mm-hmm. you know, some some ups and downs, but, you know, but I'm looking forward to 36. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know what 36 will bring. Um, this year was a little crazy, both in and bad, but, you know, I, I just feel like I'm ready to live, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I am, I'm ready to see what it's going to be like, mm-hmm. so... Here's the love here's to, see to it. it. Yes, here's to it. Listen, I think the end of the year always bring like so much reflection. Mm-hmm. Like especially starting in like November and being in like so gratitude mm-hmm. and um my birthday in November. I feel like I always start in November of like what I'm gonna do this month. Like this is my month and mm-hmm. then it and then November ends with family and that gratitude and then it picks up with, you know, Merry Christmas and everybody being in right. the, in, in the spirit and festivities and then it's like, Okay, New Year, let's reflect. Let's make goals. So I think like the end of the year is a a lot of times my favorite times of the year because we're always in a place of reflection mm-hmm. of self-awareness of goal setting and I'm just that type of person like I'm a definitely a goal setting let's go get it what we doing how we doing it let's see where things can change um and then your birthday coming in January mm-hmm. so I think it's all kind of just flowing mm-hmm. to go into the new year but that's what's up. I'm proud of you. I don't even think we ever even did a toast to the school. It's been, listen, it's been rough on us too, y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't, sometimes I'm like, I ain't seen Sarah for, like, I might talk to Sarah, but like, I'm like I haven't seen Sarah right. in however long. Like, we've been definitely, like, doing some things separately. I, I think the dynamic changed a little bit. Not our relationship, but, like, just our life, like, mm-hmm. it got busy, right? You, I'll let you tell your own story, but, like, you know, your, your schedule changed. Right. You know, my schedule is 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 always something mm-hmm. different. Um, so, you know what I mean. Right. But how do I think the importance of friendship is that we work through those. Right. Like we don't let the distance or time or whatever like get too long. Right. Before we like yo. Right. What's up? What's up, What's with, up with it? Yeah. For sure. For sure. Definitely. Um, even say our parents like, "Who are you?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Hi, <laughs> I miss y'all." <laughs> but um, but no worries, no worries, y'all. Um, but yeah, so like I was saying, um, I guess to get to my story, um, we had definitely like a separate summer. And honestly, a, a part of that was me that I've been realizing now is me kind of like grieving what, how we used to be in the sense of like, I feel like I used to have so much more freedom mm-hmm. and we consistently, consistently talk about no ceilings, no walls, having, um, like opportunities to do different things in and pretty much doing things for ourselves, how we see, how we see our life going. But for me, you know, I I was, I started working last year. I mean, I was always working y'all. I was always working, (laughs) but like I started working a job where I had to like be somewhere at a specific time consistently. And that's not something I was used to for five years of my life. So, um, it did change not only like, obviously my interactions with my friends, um, but kind of like my mindset a little bit. And I think it gave me a little bit more insight to like, other people 
and um, how I want to change and adjust things um, in the future. Um, so just as just as Sarah's sitting here tapping her toes about her licensure, listen, I'm sitting here tapping my toes too. Okay, I ain't, I ain't as far as Sarah is with it, but trust me, like y'all, I've been working. Okay, I've been working, I've been studying, I've been preparing. Um, but I did have a good summer. I definitely did a couple a tra traveled summer. I felt like I was. I feel like this was my first summer since 2020. I don't know if you felt like you was outside a little bit more, but I definitely felt like I needed to enjoy my summer. Um, just like Sarah, I had a recent um, death in my family and um, still grieving a death that I had in my family last year. Um, and then another one this year. Um, it was tough. It was really tough um, for me to allow those duality of feelings right mm -hmm. that gratitude but grief together like i'm so thankful for the things and i'm so much more appreciative but like yo i'm sad mm -hmm. i'm really sad um i really need to go cry i really need to take time and i think i have done all of those things mm -hmm. and it's been it's been good for me um so i have been working um I do outpatient therapy and, you know, I have clients and then I have group there. I do group therapy, too. So I have clients in a group setting with people who are um, a little bit more severe than like your day to day anxiety, depression, schizophrenia. It's more a little bit more severe than that. Um, and I run group therapy, but I've been learning so much. I've been doing so much um, and I've been trying to because I feel like when I listen to these episodes back, I feel like I'll be talking right. But I feel like I'll be saying that. I feel like I'm so, what's the word? Off. Yes. And it's like. But I've seen you share more. Me too. But what like preparing to like, all right, we back, like record more. I'm like, let me think of things that, like, how am I going to like say these things now? And I'm, and not be so like, yeah, I've been working. I've been like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, but it's hard for me. I'm not going to lie. It's very hard for me. Um, but I do try to do a lot of things when it comes to, like, other people. Like you said, like, other people. I feel like I've I've gained um, a lot of closeness with people who need to just have somebody to talk to and to listen. Um, not necessarily to say things. Because, like you said, we talk for a living. Mm -hmm. So, a lot of times when people want to talk to me. They don't want to talk with me. They want to talk to me. Mm -hmm. And you can talk to me and I will listen. Because this voice here, listen, from the beginning of November, ever since I went to go see Maverick City, like you were saying, <laughs> they was blessing me. My throat is like back and forth. It's like I'm talking all day to clients. You know, you run in group therapy, enunciating. Um, it, it's just a lot. It's a lot of talking. Mm -hmm. So text me. Okay. You can text me. <laughs> um, but, but speaking to the growth, right? I think we're, and you said it's like you having these jobs and these things i think that they're just it's just opening us up to be like better people right and to kind of step out of whatever shell we are in right i i think for me i can say this for me my core friends know that i am though people might not feel like i'm shy do you feel like i'm shy i could be shy at times mm -hmm. like i to my core i'm a shy person i'm not ever going to be doing like yo i'm sarah ashley did like no but you can but to, you can because i feel like that's a I have to, right? When I'm talking to kids, I have to give the energy, right? I have to be like, all right, I'm scared. It's, it's Jax. Mm -hmm. But even yesterday in a board meeting, like, I had to facilitate a portion of the of the meeting. Mm -hmm. And 
I was scared. Like, I was scared to death of talking on the microphone in front of everybody. I'm, I'm a preacher, you know? Mm-hmm. But I was not scared in that setting. But I think these opportunities, your opportunity to work, a, a full-time job, whatever, however you want to categorize mm-hmm. it, gives us space to step out of the comfort zones that we're in, which in turn makes us be better people. You're going to be a better therapist because you've stepped out of your comfort zone. I've never dealt with patients that are as severe as you deal with, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it may be scary and uncomfortable. You you may not know what you're walking into, but you that's that's giving you another layer, right? Mm-hmm. I feel For like sure. these experiences that we're having, no matter if they're uncomfortable, feel safe to us or not, it's growing us, right? right? In some form or shape you're right. you you now recognize when we first started on the podcast you was like i ain't saying nothing like you know right but now you're saying look i recognize this in me so i feel like that's growth right and i'm being more intentional about it and planning right. it because you know how i am a planner but i definitely i definitely can see that that growth aspect of things and recognizing and doing things that's uncomfortable mm-hmm. um because if we're always comfortable then where's the growth where's the, where's growth, the growth right? in that right where's the change like things have to change things have to adjust and you have to be uncomfortable right in order to grow it just if you stay in your comfort zone then where, where are never, you going you're never gonna get anywhere right even for sure. today like um one of my friends i just learned a, a real real good lesson from him about seeing people but then like not just seeing them but like seeing them right mm-hmm. so today you asked me why did i talk to that little girl mm-hmm. at, at ens and i'm like because i just felt like she needed to be seen like mm-hmm. and heard right i you needed an interaction with somebody mm-hmm. um and i kind of got her to at least say that one thing was good about the day right right so I, I think even in that, right, how do we take those lessons but then apply it? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we got to get out of our comfort zones, but if you have opportunity to get out your comfort zone and you don't apply it to that situation, then then what? Right. You know, was it was it comfortable for me to sit there and talk to that girl? She could have been like, big, get out of my face. Like, right. I don't want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. But I took the risk because right. I felt like she needed to be seen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and, I think and that's I- something I want to be more intentional about, of just not... We help people all the time, Donna. We, right. We're doing give backs tomorrow. And right. We're going to be giving back stuff all week. But do we see the people? Right. right. Definitely definitely a good point. And I think that that helps us and them. And I feel like people don't realize that how much our clients help us. Yeah, definitely. Like, my, our client, And we, we do this a lot of times, kind of like bounce, like, little quotes or something that, like, may come from sessions. And it's like, wow, like, mm-hmm. let's process these, like, little tit. It might be something that's, like, five words. Mm-hmm. And we are, we're able to, like, learn so much from other people or just observe, observing mm-hmm. and kind of, like, reading the room in, sense, in, in a sense and knowing what people need or kind of, like, like with the little girl. Um, and quick story about that. I was... I was... My door was open at the office, right? I was finishing a phone call about my to- about the toy drive in Franklin. Mm-hmm. I either was talking to Kara or somebody else. I don't know who I was talking to, but we were talking about the details of the toy drive. My clients walked in, mm-hmm. right? The door was open, so they weren't bothering me. I wasn't in session or nothing, they- but they overheard the last part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, Wednesday, I got a text like, hey, are you at the office? Yeah, come come downstairs. My client had brought toys for the- for my nonprofit's toy drive, right? Um, but she gave me a hug. Mm-hmm. Like, and you don't know how much you need a hug. You know, like, when like somebody hugged you? Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, and not in, in a romantic way or like, but like when you just need a hug from somebody. Like, mm-hmm. so when she gave me a hug, she held me though. Like, it wasn't right. like a, all right, girls. It was like a, she held me. And I don't think that we recognize what we need all the time. Mm-hmm. And like, even what you said, what, what our clients give us. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't ask for nothing. They overheard a conversation and just mm-hmm. did their due diligence to make sure that I had what I needed. Right. So... 
Yeah. It's it's, no, it's they crazy do, how they do feed our spirits right, as they, much as we feed theirs. Right, they do. And I think that sometimes we have to realize and recognize and sit back and and just take it all in. Mm-hmm. For sure, and I think I've been I've been doing that mm-hmm. with with again the severe patients and the inpatient, the um, my individual clients, um, even in um, meeting and making new relationships with with therapists and mm-hmm. having those conversations. Right, we went to the school today, and I'm like, let me find this therapist right. because just the other day I saw that she was struggling, like she was mm-hmm. having a bad day online, and I think our presence today, like she lit up, right, right, and it was it's crazy because. I feel like we always say, like, there's a lack of black therapists mm-hmm. or what have you. And essentially, there is um, in the grand scheme of things. But, like, I saw that she was having a bad day. I sent her some, you know, mm-hmm. online hugs, emojis. And then today, literally, that might have been yesterday or two days ago. Today, I literally had the opportunity to give her a hug. Mm-hmm. Like, and she was surprised. She had no idea. Um, and then she said she's coming to see us tomorrow at the yeah. get back. So, so I'm was, like, listen. Listen, I, I love it. And, and how I do think, we create that space for each other, right? To, right. To, to vent or to... Because sometimes these clients can be like... I'll be like, what the... Listen. What, what I just... You know, what, <laughs> what is going on? Listen, for sure. But I think in, in actuality, I really miss the space, too. Because... Mm-hmm. Like I'm at, I'm, and again, I I like the uncomfortability of my um my job and and learning so much, but I do feel like I'm missing the space of speaking with people who aren't like in that setting. Mm-hmm. Like we're used to talking as like I feel like in like independent contractors, so mm-hmm. to say. So I feel like we have a different type of conversation. But when you're in a place and you're talking to people about a job with HR and you know, I mean, yes, we obviously have ethics and we follow HIPAA and all those things. But when you're in a facility and, you know, they co-workers, they ain't friends. Like, you know, we're mm-hmm. friends. We we aren't co-workers. Right, 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 right. We build relationships with other, with other therapists and maybe they're not our friend. But, you know, they are a part of our community. We're like workers a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I miss those spaces. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely um, looking forward to the New Year's to make a little bit more of a shift mm-hmm. um, for, for me. And then, like, creating, again, creating that freedom, though. Like, creating, mm-hmm. like, I had this conversation with you. Why, you, why, and not, not taking no shots at none of my classmates because everybody has their own choices. But in my mm-hmm. mind, it's like, why would I sit through this program and then not take advantage of the access or the freedom that, mm-hmm. it's like a golden ticket. It's kind of like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Fairy. Like, you got this golden ticket, and then you choose to lay it down and sit on it or, you know what I mean? And I'm saying mm-hmm. people are doing what they want to do. Like, I feel like people have found new careers, but I feel like there is a key that it just unlocks, you know, so much, so more. much more. It's like we got to take advantage of it almost. Like, mm-hmm. Right. Just like you were saying to the, to the students today, we have to go after those things that our heart, like, truly, truly, truly desires. And Mm -hmm. I think that that fear part is something that we all deal with, but you have to break those barriers. You got to do it scared, though. You got to do it scared. You got to break those barriers because if you didn't do anything that you was ever scared, it's getting Now you're in that comfort zone. Now you're just kind of rolling with it. you don't know what you can do if you never try it, right? Mm -hmm. If I didn't know I could facilitate a board meeting with loud voices they want to be heard and i gotta mm-hmm. play referee and all these things like nope not your turn yet all right, right. exit to me questions pause we you know it's like you don't know what you can do until you do it right i didn't know i could pass a test like until i went and passed it like Listen. i was scared as hell i 
know I could do a podcast to Sarah bully me. So. Now I to it. But I right? And so we did it. It's, we didn't know we can get a master's degree and so we did it. Mm-hmm. Like, So it's like, yo, like fear can't be, can't hold you back no more. Like mm-hmm. fear can't be the reason why you don't reach for the 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 in the impossible maybe i guess mm-hmm. i feel like like what seems to be impossible what seems to be impossible like you know like just get it this this try like at right. least like we our first episode the first step is the hardest right but after that first step is like i'm out mm-hmm. what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail right and what is failure is failure not just a lesson learned right is that just not a teachable moment Something that we're gonna bounce back from right like it's not it's it's not that so it's like and then don't be afraid to ask for what we want either. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think I'm a big opponent of, like, not waiting around. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you, like, because all you're going to tell me is no. Mm-hmm. If, if it's no, it's no, right? Mm-hmm. The, the guy that gave us the money for Dare to Hope, what do you think I did the other day when I ain't hear nothing back from them yet? Excuse me. Hi. How you doing? <laughs> because we still got work to do. Right. And if you have the resource that can get the work done, then I'm going to ask you. Right. And all you could tell me is no. Right. Then I'm asked again, and I'm and I'm gonna keep on and making sure that if you say no, I'm gonna go to the next my one. Right? right? Like so. Um, we I, I feel like we learned a lot. Like I feel like we I feel like listening to the old episodes were great, but I just feel like we are evolved into different people right now too. For sure, definitely. You, I feel like I feel like I feel it. It's so it's so funny how I was explaining this to you earlier about the situation, and I'm just like. You know how, like, you're used to doing the thing? Because I'm mm-hmm. very type A and I'm used to doing the thing. But then, like, you feel something different mm-hmm. and you just got to roll with mm-hmm. it. Like, you just got to go with it. Like, I feel like it's good to talk about growth and be able to write things down and say, I did this, I did this, I, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm in the process of this. Those are all things. But sometimes you just can literally feel it or see it, right? Like, you see it in the mirror, you feel it in your spirit, you feel it in your heart, you feel it in your interactions, in mm-hmm. your conversation. Like, I feel it in like so many different aspects mm-hmm. of my life and I feel like I'm so hopeful for the other things that's to come like yep. 2023 and not even just 2023 I'm talking about tomorrow like okay mm-hmm. we got the drive tomorrow I'm looking forward um, to inter- I'm looking forward to seeing people I'm looking forward to interacting like and and the point with that is alright too point back bigger discussion about what we're talking about is that when you run with it Donna like things will come like mm-hmm. like I feel like God just be like, remember how we at the Sixers game, they just be throwing the t-shirts? Mm-hmm. That's how God be throwing blessings. Like, <laughs> right. That, that series, though, because even my friend Mel, the comedian, mm-hmm. he like, well, I'll come and be Santa Claus. Now, we probably ain't going to have no kids there, but if the kids do come, we got Santa Claus. Santa Claus is going to be there. Like, you right. know what I mean? Like, things that people do for for me or for Dare to Hope or for you that, because why? We're walking. We're, we, we took that leap. We took that step. Right. So, it's like, yeah. There's nothing, nothing that anybody can do to hold us back ever nothing that you could say nothing that you could do like what's for me is for me the blessings are going to come Mm -hmm. um and any type of barriers or chains won't be broken because because why not us right (laughs) why not you know what i mean you gonna share your other news or you going i got the news Sephora always be trying to get me to share. What other news I got? If you ain't got no other news, then you ain't got no other news. Um, <clears throat> I did move, y'all. Shout out to me for moving. I'm not you sure didn't if that's move. I'm not sure if that's the that's the news that she was talking about. Yes, but you didn't just move. You already talked about that before. I'm sure. I bought my building okay. in 2021, so I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that I I I've told y'all that I build I bought a building. I don't know because y'all know I be secretive, but I did buy a building in 2021. Again, patience, like pushing forward. I finally moved. Um, 
last month, this month, mm, summer, what we in? We in December. Um, so yeah, y'all, I had a nice little housewarming party. I've been warming my space. Um, I feel good. I'm in a different space. Again, it's that feeling is, is those energies. Um, apparently Sarah know all my news. What other news I got? Sarah, that was that's, it. that's it. Like, I, I, but I that was, a, listen, that's, 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 that's a, big. I mean, that's it. That's, I mean, that's that it. is right. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> right. But listen, it was a lot for me. Like being a landlord, that's another job being a landlord, managing like my own space. Um, you know, my son's going to high school, getting ready for high school and stuff like that. Like it was just, I feel like it was a lot of stuff. And then again, we, we had a, a death in the family, um, navigating that, um, and then navigating relationships with the people, um, like with my fan, my family members and my friends and such. Um, I think it's been a lot of just growth and transitions, um, and conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I talk for a living. Like, I mean, I guess I do. Like, what do you do for a living? I talk. talk. <laughs> it, remember that meme that was like, what, what are all y'all doing now? They got talks too much in school. Oh, I, I definitely got F3s. Like, oh, I got an F3 one time, but I definitely would get threes in behavior at times. Because you was talking too much? Talking, talk, running my mind. I'm not a talker, so I don't know how I got here. Just I don't. Because I'm not Maybe because you're a good listener. Maybe. You know, that active listening skill. But I, and I ain't a talker. But today, I, I will be now. I will be now. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, that's it. Like, I mean, not. Go ahead. I'm go sorry. ahead. No, not that. that not that's it. Because that's what Sarah going to say. That's not it. that's it. But <laughs> that's it. But um, yeah, a lot of a lot of things, a lot of things. But you know um, what? I appreciate Donna taking this crazy journey with me because, like, I'll be calling Donna like like today. I'm like Donna. Uh, I gotta go to ENS tomorrow. She's like, "What time?" And I'm like, "Eight a.m. Uh, eight, eight. And now when I'm I'm the little girl in that picture, like I'm I'm up and tired. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm that meme right now. Um, but I think Donna and I think. God for the opportunity that we are able to do that, right? That I'm able to be like, yo, come to school with me at eight o'clock. Or my friend who was the principal is able to be like, yo, sis, mm-hmm. can you can you get here at eight o'clock for me? I need you to do the first joint for mm-hmm. me. You know, I'm I'm grateful for the trust. I'm grateful for relationships. But you know, like that's just dope that we can do this. And I don't think that right. we could see it maybe when we first started grad school or Mm-mm. you know, I, I never thought that we would be here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I I never like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know what it was going to be. I knew it. Like I knew I was going to do something. Right. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know what it was going to be. But now to be able, that's, that's so dope that we know our purpose and we can like navigate through it. Right. A lot of people right. are like, I don't know what I want to do, mm-hmm. but for us to know, see it and then kind of be able to map it out, whether God going to do what God going to do. So it don't right. matter what direction we wind up at, but we kind of have a, a kind of an overview maybe of mm-hmm. what we, what we would like it to look like. Right. Now, what God does is what God does. Right. And he come in and sprinkle it. And you'd be like, oh, snap. I didn't even know, God. But But what would we like it to be like? So, Mm -hmm. you know, grateful for that. Absolutely. Um, One thing I recognize, too, last thing on about our stories. I know we got, you got something to do with in like a half. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And now y'all go meet my cousin before she leaves to go back to L.A. Uh, But um, relationships with mentors or like older people mm-hmm. that have had impacts and inputs in our life but strain down right what do you feel about that like how do you so you mean like when you've developed or you've had like a, a relationship with somebody mm-hmm. who who kind of like helped you or na- yeah. navigate the way and then something broke right however way um I think that 
all broken things can be mended. Mm-hmm. Um, the toughest part is like how you get mm-hmm. there, right? Because honestly, it's like it's going to in my mind, it's going to get fixed. It's mm-hmm. going to mend, but it's just what step am I willing to take t- right. in order to whether it's that first step or whether it's being receptive to things like where where do I fit in that and how do I want to receive or take action in those in those um, right in those instances because I definitely feel like we're all in, you know we're all in our feelings we feel some type of way we were this we're that I was right you was wrong however it mm-hmm. goes but essentially even whatever the actual issue or was I think that it can all kind of land on even ground mm-hmm. for sure I think in one particular thing like I know where I'm accountable for it it, mm-hmm. it was one day we were together and I didn't do something mm-hmm. that I said I was going to do mm-hmm. um, but I was also in a space that day where I just wanted to go and have a drink right mm-hmm. but we didn't go have a drink we had like a Prosecco or something right like but I wanted to just do that right um and I can take accountability for it now but I also feel like in this instance like again with our journey and our growth to see now like the major role that the person played and like I probably could have been like all right let me just sit here and do this mm-hmm. right because of the major role um that they played but to your point then when are we gonna let pride to the side or whatever like that because I'm mm-hmm. always gonna be respectful I'm, I'm always gonna give honor what honors do like mm-hmm. always you always want people always gonna know mm-hmm. what they did for me right mm-hmm. but it's like how do you evolve and then still be accountable to what you know because sometimes mm-hmm. we can evolve and be like oh i ain't that person no more but right. never go back and repair or adjust right relationships because we've evolved into this person now mm-hmm. not that we don't need the other people but like we just evolved mm-hmm. but i think it's important to go back and right and have those conversations and that's part of this year's lesson that i learned too mm-hmm. like we you got to go back right people think that they grow and they're not that person no more and that is that's just it right like okay i'm not her you can say what i want you what you want or whatever um and you know those things that people say like oh you can't say anything about me because i'm already i'm not that person anymore Mm -hmm. and even though you're not that person anymore that the new person that you are is still accountable it's you should still want to go back and and Mm -hmm. do whatever needs to be done in those spaces because you never really know how you make other people feel right and i think that was um one of like a big theme a big theme this week um on social media is like mm-hmm. you never know what people are thinking or feeling or right. going through like you have to make those adjustments um when you can because again sometimes you may not be in the space you ain't feel like it you couldn't do it it wasn't mm-hmm. in your it wasn't your ministry it wasn't that day kid. it wasn't that, in the capacity that day like. right but at the same time it's like there's another day there's the next day mm-hmm. and then you can make those adjustments have those conversations and even though y'all know I'm not that big of a talker, like I'm never afraid to have a conversation about mm-hmm. anything. Like you, sometimes it's just baffling to me. Is I'm like, you can talk to me. I feel like anybody knows. Like you can have a conversation yeah, me with you me. Had some, right? Like you can have a conversation some with me. Some hard conversations, but you it was can, necessary, right? right? The conversations are necessary, right? And we, I mean, again, people probably say like you talk for a living. It's easy for you. Yes, it's not, but though. we because nobody, nobody wants to have uncomfortable conversations, right? If I can have a choice, I don't want to have no uncomfortable conversation. Right. I'm, I I can be confrontational and intentionally mm-hmm. be like, yo, let's talk about this. But I would rather not, right. to be honest. <laughs> right. Um, but, yeah. But I, I think that was part of the lesson. Like, how do you evolve but then still be accountable to who you who you were? 
mm-hmm. and what may have happened when you were that person. Right. So yeah, that's another lesson learned. Yes, Reca- since we the recapping the year. <laughs> right. Uh, I just wanted to process that out with you too. Yes, for sure. All right, you done with your story? You think you've gotten it all yeah, out? Yeah, I think I'm good. I think that was a lot of story, y'all. Like yeah, y'all got to give it up for me. I we think it good. is a, that is a lot of story. Um, I am proud of myself. I've had um, a, a growth mm-hmm. um, in these six months, but mm-hmm. I'm just so I'm so like optimistic about what's gonna happen. Like, okay, let's. let's <laughs> I remember go. we were so optimistic at Sydney's house that year. It was 2019 because we uh-huh. were graduating 2020. Shay was graduating undergrad okay or her master's program i think right whatever i don't know what it was but we all had something to celebrate and we were so hyped and then 2020 came and, and it was, was like, like psych we, yeah it was like psych you but i can was... remember the anticipation we had mm-hmm. that december and we i think like, we need up. to get that back it's though yeah. right because 20 because the covid pulled us down so hard and even though we were able to take the beauty out of little things it's like no right. we have to get that they, I always tell my, my clients all the time optimism but realism like mm-hmm. too like realistically but also be optimist like take mm-hmm. take the pessimism out of it and let's let's be realist and let's be optimistic because my thing is this any anything can happen right mm-hmm. any anything can happen and why lean towards the negative anything when I can lean towards the positive anything right and put my energy into the positive anything mm-hmm. recognizing that yeah anything can happen right and, right and it's those cognitive distortions that we learned all our lives and that's a whole different discussion mm-hmm. for a different day we might have to go into that for a myth another segment but those distortions that we are taught all of our lives and that we don't realize that we're taught it because it's just kind of like ingrained in Norms. us but now we have to just teach ourselves out of it right, right? negative thinking is just so much it's just kind of like in us versus mm-hmm. like thinking positively mm-hmm. um so we have to make those adjustments yeah for sure all right sis let's jump into our next segment don't believe the hype don't 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 believe the hype don't 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 don't, don't believe the hype don't believe the hype don't believe that the- thank you gotta a myth or something you want us to discuss today? so i did so i had um zing now i have to find it what's um what is the instagram that i found maybe you, uh, you dm'd it to me so did i dm it to you um i was perusing social media as sometimes i do oh i found it yep and Lil Duvall posted something that said, I got a friend that goes to see a therapist for their depression. They, there, I think he meant there, their depression. But it seems like since they be going, since they be going, I think he meant since they been, I'm going to read it how it's supposed to be read. I got a friend that goes to see a therapist for their depression, their depression, but it seems like since they've been going, they've got worse. Now it's definitely all screwed up, but. We're going to have to debunk this myth real, real, real quick. Um, and in his uh, caption, he said he's convinced that he's not convinced it helps everybody because they've been going for two years and they don't seem more depressed. I think accountability is driving them insane. Mm. What do you think about that? Can accountability drive you insane? I think when you avoid the accountability or don't want to do the action steps with it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I can be accountable, address it, and change my behavior. Mm-hmm. Or I can be accountable and just know that I'm wrong, but not ever apologize, admit, 
or try to move on to a better space. Mm-hmm. I think that can drive you crazy because I think then that's tied to guilt. Right. Right. I think that's where guilt comes in it. But I think if you're accountable, you own your ish and you deal with, you work through it. I think that's different. I think that's a different process. And I don't think, I think that leads to peace. Mm-hmm. Right. Because even if you're accountable, you're apologizing, people don't have to accept your apology, mm-hmm. but it's just important for you to say what you got to say. Right. Or, or, or move differently, right? Change your behavior. Mm-hmm. It's not about anybody else receiving it or, or appreciating the adjustment. It's about you making the better adjustment for yourself. So I think if you're holding on to, you know, whatever mistake, whatever choice, and you're not working through it, I think that can maybe lead to it. But Right. I think people don't like to, to hold on to things that or they don't I think that accountability is one part for sure but I think my struggle with this is is a couple of things one is just that how are people measuring their growth because he's saying it seems like since they've been going they're getting worse what's worse and how are you measuring your depression mm-hmm. right because essentially there doesn't have to be a reason for your depression but we always talk about smart goals and we have to measure how do you know and who and who are you to set? It was and just like a there, lot. Like who are you to say? Is there a ruler that we can measure by? Right? Even mm-hmm. like, um, and is your ruler my ruler? Right? How we know? How we know we getting better? Right. Two things. I, when I did the presentation for the deltas, um, the lady was like, "How do I know that I'm growing? Like, how do I know I'm getting through my grief? Or I'm growing. I'm like, is there a measurement? Like, how do we how do we know what that looks like? Right? Mm-hmm. And I think to even put that to put that's um i guess image in our minds that there has to be a measurement of growth right i think you just need to allow the process to happen Mm -hmm. because even if you feel like you gotten better or this was a good session and you feel better like it's like a car wash like i got my car wash the other day but it's raining today i gotta go back to the car wash like tomorrow when the sun come out i gotta go get my car wash Mm -hmm. like so it's like a process Mm -hmm. like it just because you feel good today doesn't mean that it's not like in a, a, a B12 shot where you get some energy and it's like, right, I'm good. Like, right. no. Because that's like, what, it's going to wear off. Yeah. So is, is that like growth thing process. or what is that entrepreneurial scale that people used to post and it's like what you think it's supposed to do is supposed to go from zero right. all the way up. And it's but really it's like all these squigglies. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think that. And I think even as we're in therapy and we're unpacking, like people come in with like duffel bags full of stuff. Mm-hmm. And as we're unpacking these duffel bags, this is bringing up. traumas and hurt Mm -hmm. and I had a conversation with somebody yesterday and was like I don't really think about my childhood that much because I don't want to be reminded of it right appears to walk around you know normal in quotation marks right but who knows what's in the duffel bag if I sat down with that person and be like well let's unpack that Mm -hmm. who knows what kind of emotions would come on so just be I've left therapy session with my therapist crying got in the car and cried because it was hard right because we're unpacking stuff so no like it might get worse Right. If that's your worst, your quote or unquote, that's how worse. you want to describe it, it might get worse. Mm-hmm. But if you have a good therapist, mm-hmm. there's going to be a better space that you're going to wind up in, right? Mm-hmm. It's like this. I always say it like this. We take people, we, we have the ability, Donna, like we got like the man off of taking. We have a special set of skills, <laughs> right? That we can take somebody out in the deep water mm-hmm. without a life jacket and be able to bring them back to the shore. Right now, that swim back to the shore might be hell, mm-hmm. but once you get to the shore, you're gonna be better for it, right? right. You say so. So, how do we measure because a wave knocked you down that you're doing worse? Mm-hmm. It's one wave, right? 
because you got some water in your lungs or you got water in your mouth or up your nose or in your eyes. Right. Is that worse? Like, no, because the goal is still to get to the shore. Right. And as long as you're heading to the shore, are you ever doing worse? Right. Are I don't you? know. And to make sure that while while I'm taking you back, that you, you helping things too. You kick you kicking yeah, your feet. You kicking your feet. You help, moving your help arms. Me help you. Right. Help me. <laughs> help me. <laughs> because listen, if you ain't doing the work, if you and, and this is also the thing with, with that problem that I had with that um with that tweet that he said is that you don't what has happened in those two years, right? If you was depressed for a reason or what have you in the beginning and then the world shut down and all these things happen and then all these outside factors, like people go through stuff. Mm -hmm. Mental health is not I feel like people don't realize what mental health is and maybe they he or people in general need more of an understanding of the process that that kind of happens. Right. But then that was such a ignorant post because mm-hmm. it's like now Lil Duval for whatever people follow you or, or idolize you, or whatever, now you're putting it in their minds. Like I feel like I, I get personally offended because we're doing so much work to tear down these stigmas and these mm-hmm. barriers and it's like one tweet like that can have 150 or a thousand or how many people 16,000 16,000 people mm-hmm. liked it you know what I mean so it's like we're doing all this work over here to save lives right and I know we can't save the world right or can we or can we because I'm not gonna put a limit mm-hmm. but it's like then you do that and then it's like that right yeah we might be at ground zero with the 16,000 people that like this post right but listen therapy is tough Depression mm-hmm. is tough and doing the work is tough, but you can do it. Mm-hmm. You, you can, can do shore. it and you can get to the shore. And guess what? When you get back to the shore, guess what? You might get thrown back out. Listen, <laughs> away. you know how you ever been like walking back and a wave hit you? Like, I don't know where you like, <laughs> oh, oh, shoot. oh, I thought I was, yeah. you just swore you was this close. Right. But that's life. Yeah. Right. It's like life is hard. Right. That was the way when my girl died. Like, I literally got selected for the school board, and then my girl died, like, two mm-hmm. days later. Right. Like, I literally left. You know how you go to the funeral home for the final viewing of the body mm-hmm. before the funeral? I literally left the final viewing and went to orientation. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, so waves are knocking me down as I'm as I'm thinking, oh, shit. All right. Oh, I got it. Right. I'm, I'm running, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I'm Baywatch out here, and then it's like, nope, boom. Nope, you thought. Right. So both end, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's it's hard. Life can be that way. Mm-hmm. Right. I wouldn't say life got worse. Right. I would but just say life can be hard. Been. Life can yeah. be hard, and life can be easy, and life can be soft at the same time. though. Because we know about this soft life trend, and when it came out, and I don't know if we ever talked about it, but it's like, oh, I've been living. But I'm, I'm walking been, into it. I've been living this soft life, y'all. I've I've been taking. Funny it. thing when we were, I know you gotta go. Mm-hmm. Funny thing was when we were um, doing the thing with the deltas. I'm like, they they brought the strong black woman, so I brought about our episode that we did about strong black women, mm-hmm. and I was like. Want to be strong? I know that I appear to be Miss Fixing, and I got all the resources. And call Ashley; she can get it done. I don't want. I want somebody to get it done for me. Listen, do you understand? Like I'm in a space where, like, I want to be loved and soft and just, you know, right, luxurious. Like I just want to live a luxury life right now. Right. So, all right, let's jump into our last. You got truth. <laughs> we gonna talk a lot. Let's jump into I'm our last segment. I'm a um, truth. Is what's your truth, sis? Not you coming straight to me. One thing I went first with my story. Oh my gosh! Um, 
Ooh. Um. Uh, Sarah gonna hate the. <laughs> Sarah gonna hate the. Uh, I was You you uh, beat your faces on it. I, I'm just peeping. I had put it on the concealer because you never know where the wind might take me. I'm dead. <laughs> okay, y'all should just see my face. Look at her. Like. <laughs> um, cut that out. Cut that out. No, I'm gonna that in. <laughs> my true. That might be the. Uh, that's the name that's up. What okay. is it? You never know where the wind gonna take you. <laughs> you never know. Listen, you never know where the wind gonna take you. Okay. Uh, my phone is dead. But um. Right behind you. My truth. Oh my gosh, so many, so many truths. I think um, my truth more recently is when work is done, progress has to. Whatever you work you put into anything, the progress has to follow. So do the work, no matter what it is. Make the call, um, get something done. Wake up early, get that workout in, whatever it is. When you do the work, the progress will come, for sure. What about you, sis? What's your, um, what's your truth? My truth today is that I am going to attempt to be more patient. I understand that I am not a patient person. I hate waiting for anything. Um, I hate not knowing what's next. I hate it. Um, I hate not having control. So, I'm going to take a chill pill. I'm proud of you. That's my truth. I'm going to try to take a chill pill. <laughs> I'm going to try. I do a meditation where it's like, if you can't replace the thought with the I am, replace it with I am willing to. Okay. I am willing to. Um, I'm willing to try. So I'm willing to try to be patient. Or you could start, or you could do your affirmation and say, I am patient. You could do that. I think you could do that. Uh-uh. We ain't, we ain't starting off small. I am patient. <laughs> Repeat after me. Sorry. I am patient. <laughs> or I am um, willing to... Try to be patient. And I am willing. I am. That is that is more of a truth. I am willing to try to be patient, right? I am mm-hmm. willing for that. Um, I'm not going to fight it. If mm-hmm. that makes sense, like I'm not going to intentionally do things out of like just impulse and wanting wanting to do what I need to do. Um, I like it. So, yeah. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Black and Therapy. Um, what's our feel good song of the week? I mean, you, we definitely mentioned Maverick City. Oh, I definitely so went to they, they, yes, definitely okay. blessed me. I went to their concert in November. That was my first, that was my second loss of voice in these last couple of months. But I love me some Maverick City. Um, right. So I definitely think blessed me. So that'll be our feel good song of the week. Bless me. Um, and thank y'all for tuning in. Peace.